as you awaken to the early morning sunrise shining in through the crevice of your eyelids, the light dancing through the blinds, those eyes do a good job at holding on, a good job at telling the story that never was the story. Your words never had the courage to speak. Your joints ache from your fingers wrapped tightly around the throat of what you have a hard time letting go of, forgetting. Becoming numb to the sound of your own woundings, these tears you've been holding in have become more roadblock than it is cleansing. Your inner thoughts seeking closure subconsciously because autopilot was never shut off. Allowing yourself to find pleasure at the picking of the scabs that once upon a time were healing instead. You lay dormant behind the obsessive chatter in your head, fighting for a voice placed amongst the gossip yesterday's gone. Today is the tomorrow you've been waiting to happen. Today's promises are manifestations of the seed you've sown, even the weeds you've inherited because the upkeep became too expensive for your poverty budget's appraisal of recognizing the value behind the daily renewal of your mind. Conforming to the watered-down, hand-me-down word you've been feasting from your faith, or lack thereof, clung on to by the preach, but I don't practice what I teach, examples, what was supposed to take Israel 11 days took 40 years. You don't need any more information. You need application. You need an encounter, a deeper revelation like Moses on the mountain of Sinai. He knew God's ways, character, nature, attributes, his steadfastness, patience. He knew the importance of intimacy in a moment. That sometimes it took several trips back up when faced with disappointment to continue moving forward as you awaken to the early morning sunrise, shining in through the crevice of your eyelids, the light. Dancing through the blinds, those eyes do a good job at holding on, a good job at reminding you you've been here before when you find yourself back at the bottom of the mountain. Don't be afraid to climb up it again. This time speaking to it, mountain move. What's up, guys? This is Carly Janae, and thank you for tuning in to season two of Naked and Exposed, the podcast. And we back, and we back, and we back. What's up, you guys? I missed you. Did you miss me? (laughs) For those of you who are new, And this is your first time listening to the podcast. My name is Carly Janae, and I would encourage you to go back to listen to season one just to catch up and get a full understanding of what this podcast entails, what this podcast is for. But let's jump into episode one for season two, you guys. (laughs) The staple verse for this season is when you find yourself back at the bottom of the mountain. Don't be afraid to climb up it again. Whoa. (laughs) I am like, where do I even begin? But yo, we got to go back in the vault. So 2017, senior year of college, East Carolina University, getting a degree in graphic design. And gosh, just like if you continue to force this path, it's not what I have for you, or you can choose me. And I'm like, yo, God, wait a minute. Hold up, 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 hold up. Wait a minute. 
up until senior year, you could not tell me I wasn't going to be creative director for ESPN. And for the first time in my life, I'm like, yo, I don't think this is what I want to do. And so fast forward, do, 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 do. We're in January of 2018. And I got into Elevation's internship program as a graphic designer in a season where design is not what I want to do anymore because I realized that I created this false reality out of brokenness. I wanted to be creative director for ESPN because my parents played sports and I wasn't playing a sport in college like them. And I just, like my identity was wrapped in a false reality. And God, at this point in 2018, wanted to show me truth. As you awaken to the early morning sunrise, shining in through the crevice of your eyelids, the light, dancing through the blinds, those eyes do a good job at holding on. I had to let go. And God is in continuous pursuit of us. He leaves behind the 99 to chase after the one on a daily basis. And God had been in continuous pursuit of me. And I surrendered it over going into my senior year. And and he just showed himself as father. And though I still at that time didn't have the full language of my identity or who I am, it was the beginning. All he needed was my yes. And so turned down great opportunities, worked for my university for four months. Some things that were done in the dark came to the light, found myself back at home before I applied to the internship. And I launched my LLC as a designer, a freelance designer, September 22nd, 2017. And yo, when I say you want to talk about no understanding of what I wanted to do next, like you're talking about, I went from, hey, this is what I'm going to do and you can't stop me to, uh, um, uh, I don't really know what I want to do. And it was rough, baby, baby. When I tell you, it was rough, 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 rough. It was rough. But during that process, I still had hope. Even though I had struggled with anxiety, even though I had struggled with depression and the spirit of heaviness, I still had hope in knowing that my tomorrow would be better than today. And I remember the opportunity to apply to the internship. And at this point, graphic design is still something I don't think I really want to do. I don't think it's what you've called me to do, God. But again, I don't know what you've called me to do. I applied to the internship, got into the internship before the application process even closed and got picked up for graphic design. And I'm just like, okay, this is what you want me to do in that moment. So he sends me to Charlotte, talk about pick up like (laughs) the cross, talk about leave behind your mother, your brother, your father, your sister, your land. And I get to this foreign land, this unknown land, and God's like, take your business offline. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Because I wanted to be fully invested in the program. I wanted to really answer this call to ministry, regardless of what I think it should look like. So I took my business offline and he was like, yeah, you're going to be off social media the whole time you're here. I'm like, yo, God, you sent me to the number one church in America that's popping in social media. And you tell me to get off. All right, I'm going to be obedient and get off. When I say this season was so transformative, like I'm talking like, think about the most vile secret you've been holding, the light on it 
is now on it and it's exposed. That is what happened. Everything that I had been holding on to, all the lies I had believed, generational things that have been passed down in my bloodline were all coming to the surface. And I would be in the middle of getting ready to say something and my inner thoughts would be like, that's not love. That's not joy. That's not peace. Like this does not exhibit the fruits of the spirit. So don't say that. And I literally had to bite my tongue. The word says to be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. And we are in this process of becoming more like Christ on a daily basis. And he had to strip me of my need to be justified. He had to strip me of my need to be seen and be heard. Like it was rough. Okay. And so in April, in a crazy dream, God told me that I was coming back home. And I'm just like, yo, you crazy God. Like you're about to send me out like an arrow. What you mean? What you mean? But he's like, the only way to know you're healed from something is to go back into the environment that caused you the most pain. And baby, when I tell you, I've been here since last April and it had, it had been rough because I had an expectation of what it was supposed to look like. And God is just like, can you give me your expectations? Because an ungodly expectation will lead to disappointment. And that's what happened. This past year and some change has literally been God healing my mind, healing my body, healing my spirit, healing me from disappointment. And so I did a 21-day fast with my church last September. And I mean, I still had had a job. I supernaturally had a marketing internship position with a company that called Small Seed Bars that moved from San Diego and wanted to plant on this side. And they were plant-based, like vegan, soy-free, all that free, free, free stuff. And found that on Indeed during the time God's like, you're coming back home a couple weeks before coming back home. And they offered me the internship position and I took it. And so I was doing that. My business was offline. Didn't have, you know, like nobody knew if you were new, nobody knew like the type of work I did. I didn't believe in myself and God was still sending me clients, people out of nowhere. And so I remember when I moved back here and transferred churches because that's what God told me to do to really start to underland, underland, understand the supernatural and get my spiritual gifts and understand how to operate them and come to know who God is as a father. And I joined my church called Legacy Center Church out in Cary with Dr. Faith and Pastor Soso Wakoma. And yo, my pastor, Dr. Faith prophesied to me and said, and I'm going to summarize, but at the end she said, you will be established by August 25th. So, you know, life goes on. We get to August and eight in the Bible is the number for new beginnings. So we get to August. I'm like, okay, well, God, I'm going to just apply for a job and let's see. I apply for a job, got an interview on the phone, got advanced to the next round to go into the facility. And they said, we'll let you know in 48 hours. Well, this was the week of August 25th. And August 25th is here. The this is the week of August 25th. I still haven't heard from them. And they called me and said, Hey, um, good news, bad news. We decided to go with somebody more experienced, but we love you. You're so passionate. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Thanks. It's interesting because it's tough. I was it was a really tough moment because so many people could recognize or tell me how valuable they found me, but they were not willing to give me a chance. And I found it so funny. Um, 
because when the stuff was done at the dark at ECU, some comments were made like, we know you're going to do great things. And it's like, you can see this, but you still aren't willing to give me the chance to do the great thing here. But I get it. Like God has a plan for us all. And sometimes it doesn't look like what we expect. And so they were like, yeah, but we want to offer you a temporary position. And I'm like, no, thanks. Like, I know what I want. And this does not align with that. But I thank you for the opportunity. But I have to respectfully decline. And we got off the phone. August 25th came, no job. And I'm just like, well, maybe I was established in the spirit. Like, I don't see nothing shaking, nothing popping, like nothing. And remember, like my this poem at the beginning of this episode talks about this reality of how you've been holding on to things that God's just like, let go of. You've been holding on to things and God's like, I want to take you deeper. And how many of you have been holding on to this idea of self when God's just like, can you give it to me so I can show you who you truly are? And then it's like recognizing that it's a journey, which is why this season we will be going on this journey up the mountain because the reality is, is all you have to do is keep going, keep going, baby steps. But nonetheless, there's steps regardless. And it's not a race in competition with anybody. Your journey is individual and specific to who you are and who God has called you to be. And so here we are, August 25th. My, my pastor is a, a accurate prophet and nothing happened in my mind or in the natural to what I could perceive in that moment. Like I just didn't, I didn't get the job. So what's next? So I do the 21 day fast. I join Amanda Ferguson's Feminine Woman Academy. And I'm just, okay, God, I'm going to invest in this. Like my savings is about gone. Like, what is this? You talk about radical faith, like no job. Like, yo, we go through the fast. And on day one, I'm like, yo, God, like, yo, God is what we're doing. <laughs> You're not like, we. this fast is contending for marriages and, and, single, like singles who want to be married, marriages that, you know, just want to go deeper or that are estranged and then bareness. And then in that we're dealing with emotional wounds, mother, father wounds, and all of these things that you may not have the language for right now, but my prayers by the end of this season, you will have some knowledge of mother and father wounds, bitterness, unforgiveness, resentment, all the things that will physically make you sick. Like our body responds to the emotional things that we carry but I'll save that for another episode. And so by day one, I'm like, yo God, this has nothing to do with marriage or getting a job and everything to do with my perception in my mind. And what was so fascinating about the whole process is September 15th was supposed to be the first Naked and Exposed showcase. And I remember when I picked the date a couple months back, I heard hurricane. And I'm like, no God, there's not going to be a hurricane. And lo and behold, there was a hurricane. <laughs> and so we had to postpone it. And this was during the fast. I had to postpone it. It was supposed to be September 15th. And God's like, delay is not denial. Delay is not denial. So we go on this 21 day fast journey and it's phenomenal. And so here we are the weekend before the fast ends. The last day of the fast was September 24th. It was a Monday. And I had the opportunity to write the women's devotional for my church. And I talked about how I know what it's like to be in the pasture and nobody has sent for you yet. Why? Because in the season that I just came out of at Elevation, the 
whole time I was there, God was talking to me through David and Saul. To the point he literally woke one of my friends up at the time, now friend at the time, we weren't really friends, out of her sleep and told her to purchase me this book called A Tale of Three Kings. And it was about David and Saul. And this was before she knew that God was talking to me through David and Saul. Mike Todd came and taught at Elevation on David and Saul and talked about being marked. So this has been something I had been holding on to because Mike Todd said in the Mark series when he taught at Elevation that God anointed David in private, but then sent him back in the pasture. But yet David didn't leave the pasture unattended. Y'all catch this. When God told me that I was going to my new, the church that I am at now and was leaving Elevation, I'm just like, God, what do you mean? He's like, this is just a vehicle to get you to where you are going. And I remember so clearly going into my church now um, that Wednesday to just make sure like, okay, God, is this is what you're calling me to do? And they use symbolisms and certain things that were said was specific to what God had been communicating to me through. For example, back at the beginning of 2018, I went to the Passions Conference in DC and I'm just like, God, if you're here, like I want to see you. And it's like everything in the room went silent except for the speaker. It was like surround sound, like OD, like OD like picture an IMAX theater, just bomb sound, like surround sound system. And it was Louis Giglio. And he was talking about being sent out as arrows. And when I walked into my now church, when I got back to North Carolina, like he, um, our one of our connect pastors literally said, like, this is a hub so that you can be sent out as arrows. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> This is where I'm supposed to be because it was it was a piece to what God had already been communicating to me through. And so I say all this to say, so I had wrote that and back to Mike Todd real quick, but Mike Todd talked about David didn't leave the pasture unattended. So I had to close out my assignment at Elevation. And I remember I told you in a dream that God told me that I was coming back home. Well, also in that dream, at the onset of the dream, Pastor Stephen was driving the bus and dropping me off at my old home. And that was a sign to let me know that my assignment was complete and that this was his blessing for me to move on to the next phase and so I say all of this to say, you guys, when I went to church elevation that Sunday after I got back, there were two new photographers joining the team. So God not only sent one person to attend the position that I once had, but he sent two, two. And I'm like, okay, like this is like, all right, God, like whatever you're doing, just do it. And so I remember when I sent the devotional. I put the references to Mike Todd in there, but I know what it's like to be in David. I, I know what it's like to be in the pasture and nobody has sent for you. But we, basically, we just have to keep going and keep believing and keep contending and allow God to change our perspectives and deal with our disappointment. And so this released September 24th, which was the last day of the fast. And so I went to this vegan cupcake spot to break my fast and I was getting to the light and God's like, they're closed. And I'm like, no, they're not. No, they're not closed. I look it up before I get on the highway and lo and behold, they're closed. And he says, delay is not denial. Delay is not denial. Delay is not denial. And I'm like, all right. Delay is not denial. So the next day I go. <laughs> to break, to get a cupcake. And I'm sitting there and I get this call and typically I don't answer phone calls like this, <laughs> but I do. 
And it's the company back in August that told me that they went with somebody else. They said, hey, we've been working on getting another full-time graphic design position and want to know if you're interested. And I'm like, yeah, hold on. Let me call my mom. I'll call you back. Literally, I kid you not. Like I was so stoked that I didn't even say yes. I just said, I'm going to call you back. Um, But I got the job, you guys, September 25th, literally a month from the day that our pastor says that we would be established. And I forgot to mention that my pastor prophesied that Sunday, the the 23rd, that people would be getting jobs supernaturally. And I remember testifying in the group and just doing this whole breakdown of how I got here. And there was one comment on the post. I celebrate with you. You won't be there long. Remember why you're there. And it was the only comment out of like a lot (laughs) that stood out to me. And I always remembered it. And I started October 8th. (laughs) If you are loving episode one, I encourage you to listen to episode two, because that's when I'm going to finish the story. So I'll see you next week. Make sure you tune in so you can hear how this story unfolds. Yeah. Holla at your girl. Bye.